Mentorship is important to everyone and especially crucial for our next generation of entrepreneurs and innovators. That's why Essence and Ulta Beauty are helping young entrepreneurial girls break into the beauty industry through a special mentoring initiative, Girls United Beautiful Possibilities. For the past six months, we followed the journey of six young Black women eager to make their mark on the beauty industry. These young women expressed their creativity and shared their magic with the world as they created a capsule collection for Ulta Beauty that's available in stores and at Ulta.com now. Beauty is limitless, and we are committed to making sure that we share that through the Girls United initiative. Shop the collection powered by possibilities today at Ulta.com or at your local Ulta Beauty store. I don't know about you, but I see women and Black women being the leads in their lives all over the place. Hey, y'all, it's Julie Global Wilson, and you are tuned into The Color Files. Y'all, I mean, I'm, I'm just speechless right now. Now, you know I adore every person I interview. Of course, they're all amazing people, talented in their own right, and absolutely phenomenal. But today's guest, I mean, she is in a class of her own. Our Essence October 2019 cover star and a true queen my guest today is Miss Tracy Ellis Ross. I mean, it gives me chills just saying her name. I don't even know what words I could use to describe this special soul. There truly aren't enough. I mean, she is everything, y'all. I can't even begin to tell you how blown away I was to have her on the show. I mean, come on. She's an actress, a style icon, a comedian. And she has Diana Ross's DNA. Like she was in Diana Ross's womb. I mean, what more is there to say? If you know anything about Tracy, you know why I'm so excited for you to hear this episode. But for those who need a moment, let me run some of these receipts. Tracy is a Golden Globe award-winning actress. She's a director. She's a producer. She's an activist. I mean, come on. She's woke as fuck. And she's now adding CEO to her list of credentials with the release of Pattern Beauty, her brand new natural hair care line specially formulated for curls, coils, and kinks. Yes, ma'am. Let me tell you, these bottles are stunning. The bottles are huge and it's on purpose. Ain't no dime-sized amount happening over here. Uh Uh-uh. I know we normies wonder if our favorite celebrities are as real and down to earth as they seem to be on TV. And sometimes we're disappointed to find out otherwise. But let me tell you, I have to say this BFF in our heads, Tracy, is real. No matter where she is or who she's with, all the more reason to love her and to root for our good sis and everything that she does. Okay, so she, in this conversation, she gushes about her family, her friends, and knows that they play a large part in what keeps her grounded. As you'll hear, she's also here for vulnerability, relatability, and true intentional relationships. She also went into really deep detail about her hair journey and the amount of time that it took for her to accept it as her natural crown. It's literally the story of every single Black girl that has ever been told to adhere to another standard of beauty. It was clear to me that Tracy wants mental liberation for all Black girls everywhere. Same sis. Tracy and I also talked about the power of having a community of sisters and the depth of what that means for Black women. 
We also talked about the difference between joy and happiness and why it's important to remain teachable and find our body confidence. And let me just say her body is a wonderland. Her journey to date is nothing short of inspiring and she's remained humble and free through it all. That's not always easy to do when you're in the spotlight. Finding your footing and creating your own path can be intimidating. But Tracy is a true example of what it means to persevere and to fight for all that you know you deserve. Am I saying too much, y'all? Well, look, we'll just let the conversation speak for itself. And it is a good one. It is unforgettable. I hope that you feel as exhilarated and inspired as I do. Oh, and be sure to grab a copy of the October issue when it hits newsstands September 27th. Now, without further ado, my conversation with the one, the only, Tracy Ellis Ross. Let's get into it. We're on. We are on. I am here. I'm Julie Wilson, the Global Beauty Director at Essence. And I'm so excited to have the one and only Tracy Ellis Ross here with me today. I'm so excited to I be mean, here talking to you. I got the hug of a lifetime. It's so nice to I see mean, you. You don't understand. <laughs> I was like pacing around the room, like I told you before. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, she's coming. Oh my gosh, what are we going to say? She's going to like be the Tracy we all know and love it's, on like... See, it's seems that I can't get rid of that Tracy. I mean, that Tracy is me at all times. That Tracy. We love that Tracy. Oh, that's very kind. And so, you know, we like to start off. I need the listeners to know that you have the best glasses in the world on right now. Thank you. So the top, so they're like a, like a geometric shape. Yeah. Um, and the top half of them is tortoise. Yeah. And the bottom half is like a beautiful turquoise. Thanks. I love that. They're this is really a company chic. by C. C. I wear S E E. Oh I yeah. Love them. I wear. Those are their really chic. All the time. Fabulous. Okay. Thank Sorry you. to cut you off. Okay, but we have to talk about you a little bit. Okay. Because I mean, this whole podcast is about you. But <laughs> we can talk about I you mean, too. But I want to. <laughs> we have to lay out the receipts. So okay. Corey Murray, our entertainment director on yeah. her, her podcast that she co-hosts with Charlie Penn, Yes Girl, she always lays out the receipts at oh, the I beginning. Love that. And you have what are I my mean, receipts? Your girl, receipts. They are a spot. Are long and strong. I mean, Aww. I think we could sit here for 45 minutes and talk about your receipts, but we're just going to do top level okay. receipts. Okay, I like because, it. Because, you know, we all know the receipts, the people that know and love you, most of the population, but for the people in the back, <laughs> they need to hear this. For the okay? people that are 10. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you're a Golden Globe Award winner. That is correct. Okay. NAACP Image Award winner six times over. Six times. It might be seven. Oh, my God. Seven. I think this year might have been. I'm not sure. Extra receipt there. <laughs> um, Primetime Emmy Award nominee. Critics Choice Television Award nominee. Screen Actors Guild Award nominee. I mean, the list goes on and on. You're a director, a producer. You've modeled. You are an activist. Mm -hmm. You spoke. You were a TED speaker. I was the first woman of color to open the TED conference. Look at that. Ever in life, which is and crazy. Your Golden Globe was first black woman in 34 years. That to is win? correct. And also 44 years after my mother won a Golden Globe. Oh my God. Which yes. is crazy. Diana Ross, we love you. 
You are a black woman in Hollywood recipient from Essence. I am. For sure. You are an Essence cover star four times over now. Whoa. Is that oh. true? Yes. <gasps> and wait, wait, wait. I just have to take that four. in because I remember the first time I was on Essence and I, I, like, I could not believe what was happening. That was with my mom. Then I remember my first Essence cover because I really thought, okay, dreams are real and they Aww. can happen. And... I mean, think of that difference. Like as my mom's child, you wonder, will you become anything in your own right? Yeah. And so that was a really big moment to go from the essence cover with my mom to my own essence cover. And now I've had so three on my own and one with my own. That's crazy. That's insane. That's so good. Really spectacular. Yes. I feel humbled by that. I love that. Yeah. I love that you had that first moment with her, like you said. And Me then too. now you've had But you can imagine you know, every everyone's journey, everyone's life has its own interesting hurdles to make it through, its own moments of self esteem building or mm-hmm. insecurity. And you know, you do I I have wondered and so now at forty six to feel like I have truly filled my own shoes and maybe even had to buy a couple new pairs at times. Yes. You have um, that I was able to discover and become my own person. Yeah. And so, absolutely. I mean, there's people that have no idea that my, my worth is not based on not only not my mom, but right. also not on what I look like. Not like there's, right. there's a wholeness to me. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And speaking cherish. of your family, because yeah. your whole, the whole tribe. It's just, are a, just amazing. Extraordinarily talented yeah i'm like the bummer of the bunch like they're like they're the sparklers just like so (laughs) smart and so accomplished and i believe like i mean one of the main reasons is i mean you lived in your in diana ross's womb you literally (laughs) were in her womb is it diamond encrusted no it's not diamond encrusted that would have been too sharp (laughs) but i'll say this like yes smart and accomplished but also really really special good people all my siblings my mom has five kids um all of my mom mom's kids i consider my siblings. I don't really do the half and whole thing. My older sister, Rhonda, who I do believe is the smartest woman that I know. She, I sort of became who I am by pushing up against my older sister. We were very close in age. I've been all the same schools together. Um, My sister, Chudney, who's three years younger than me. She is like the Pied Piper of children. I think she's made out of candy and fairy dust. She's like mommy goals. She's incredible. And, you know, to watch how the gift of song moved through my sister, to watch my sister do story time is one of the most magical things I've ever experienced. Um, and then my two younger brothers, Ross and Evan, who are my template for what men should be. So just sweet. That's be- just like a nice way to describe them too. Beautiful human Not beings. Not just like, oh, talented. We know they're talented. We know they're handsome. But just like beautiful men. Great men. Great fathers, great men, great husbands, great people, wonderful siblings, special human beings, unique human beings. I think the telltale thing of all my mom's kids is that we are all so different, but you can tell that we were all raised in the same house with the same mom. Yes. We come from the same womb. I love that womb. Yeah, that womb. That magical womb. It's more than the, I tell you, it's it's the way my mom raised us. She is, you know, the, the woman that people know as Diana Ross is obviously spectacular Mm -hmm. but i think the diana ross of it doesn't hold a candle to the mommy of it oh that's so sweet yeah because 
when you say her name, I get like goosebumps. It's like, oh, Diana Ross. Like, that's your mama. <laughs> that's my mama. That's I call her mama. mama. That's mama. my new thing. That's I don't know what. Mama. mama. I don't I don't know where it started. My mom called her mom mama. Uh-huh. And somehow, I'm not sure. I think I started a joke. I don't know. But now I truly call her mama. Yeah. What's up, mama? I love it. Bye, mama. But ex- talking about extraordinary people, you are an extraordinary person. We are just obsessed with everything you. I mean, it's very funny. Well, we were talking about this earlier, um, Tiffany and I, about how you are like the BFF in everyone's head. Like everyone is like, Tracy, like that is like my best friend. Like, I feel like she's my best friend. Like, I feel like I relate to her. I love that. And like, I was wondering like how you feel about that because everyone I talk to is like wrapped up in Tracy. I think the thing that I feel about it is the truth is, I am so much like so many people. Yeah. I'm, and I'm glad that people find an identification in me because I find an identification in so many. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like we are a community of sisters out here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that kind of makes me cry a little bit, but yeah. we are a community of sisters that have been told by mainstream society that we are not the thing. Yeah. And I know I've sort of had to make my way through that and own my own space despite what other people's messaging is. Yeah. And I feel like often I look out and see other sisters and think, I see you. Do you see me? Because I see you. And that was really That's what I so felt special. in that moment in my Golden Globes moment. I felt like it was really lovely for that light to shine in my direction. But we have been shining out here. This is not, you know, I have, it's 34 years since a woman had won or been nominated, I think, in a Golden Globe as lead actress in a comedy. I don't know about you, but I see women and black women being the leads in their lives all over the place right? in so many unique and extraordinary and beautiful ways, sort of repaving the cultural norm of the experience that we're supposed to quote unquote be in, changing the script, curating our own lives, handling so much with grace and humanity and joy. You know, I realized the other day, I, I think about this all the time because I am joyful at heart. My real middle name is Tracy Joy. And we my, can see it. I mean, sis. it's just, I don't, it. I mean, apparently I came out of the womb this way. I don't know. But one of the things I love about joy, unlike happiness that's become such a commodity, is that joy can hold misery and pain. Joy mm-hmm. can hold the reality of the human experience while still remaining filled with light. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a really real moment for me because I knew that that was a moment that was mine, but it was also ours Yes, because I feel that we each stand on each other's shoulders. We stand side by side with each other. I am not the first, nor will I be the last that is worthy of that moment. And we don't always get those moments of recognition, but I believe we can see each other. Absolutely. But I think that's part of your power, right? That you have this life that seems so unattainable, like charmed life, like on television, all of those TV star, movie star, all of those Grew things. Up in Switzerland and Paris. My yeah. mom is Diana yes. Ross. Like Boarding all these school, things. Yeah. All the things, I get it. Yet still, 
the way you put yourself out there in the world, I feel seen. You know, I think other women feel seen and they feel that joy and that happiness and all of those things in your life, which I think is a hard thing to do when you see someone who comes from your world that I can still, it's relatable and you don't seem like unattainable to us. Like you feel like that's my girlfriend. Like I can go out with well, I and love like that. have a drink. I love that. That's a power to have. Well, thank you for naming yeah. it. I mean, it's, but it's really, it is really interesting to me. I think part of it is that I was really raised to understand the unique opportunity of my life, the specialness of the experiences and the opportunities that I had, that they were not normal. You know, I think if I took them for granted and felt jaded about them, but I, I was raised to really appreciate the extraordinary things that were in my life, that my mom's career and gift and talent offered me an extraordinary education, allowed me to, yeah, the Rosé and Brown. And, and Dalton and River. I mean, I went to, I had a really extraordinary education. I was raised in really beautiful places, but I was not, you know, I, Andy Warhol painted me. I did yeah. know Michael Jackson. Marvin Gaye used to call Terry our house, Blair, you like, know, like all these you things. You were in Vogue yes. when you were a teenager. But very aware of what those experiences were. And by the way, those are coupled, those were coupled with, my career was not handed to me. No, you I know, would think it would be even harder because people some, to some extent. But I mean, let's just think back when I was on Girlfriends, I couldn't even get on a late night talk show. No joke. You couldn't. I was never on Jay Leno, David Letterman, any of those shows. And I remember I was the lead was a of hit. a show. It was a hit. It was a hit in our community. A huge hit. A huge hit. And we had a lot of eyeballs, but I never, I had never gone to the Golden Globes. I'd never gone to the Emmys. I'd never gone to any of those award shows. All of that has happened since I got on Blackish in my wow. mid 40s. Wow. None of that was a part of my experience in the early part of my career. How did that make you feel? Did you feel like I should just give up and just this isn't for me? I there feel were like moments of that. Um, there there were, I mean, I really thought when Girlfriends finished that like the pearly gates of Hollywood were going to open and they and were going to be like, like, what movie would you like, ma'am? <laughs> ma'am, what would you choose? Please choose whatever. That did not happen. But what it did was it really, it forced my soul to continue to search for what it longed for, dreamt of, wanted to be. It allowed me to continue to create an unbreakable, unshakable foundation for my life, a relationship with myself that was based not on what everybody outside is saying, but right. was about what I believed was good and right. It allowed me to continue to grow as a person and realize what it is that I wanted from my life, what it is that I wanted to share, um, what I had to offer, that I was enough, that I really felt that I was deserving and worthy of many of these things in my career, but I might never get the opportunity to do them and to have them. And you could own it. You could own your success. I could own my success, but I could also own what might look like failure. I could yeah. just be with me. Yeah. You know, I could literally be my own best friend and mirror and just go like, my worth is not tangled up in what even I think I should be getting. Yeah. You know, in those sorts of situations is, is your mom like, what is going on? Do I need to call someone like no. I'm going to no, my mom's raise like, hell no. for my baby? No, I've never had that mom. My mom's like, so what, how are you feeling? What are you yeah. doing? You know what I mean? No, I mean, honestly, I am very ambitious. 
And that is not a word that women in our culture are supposed to say. I'm ambitious. I love that word. I am driven. I am a hard worker. I am diligent. I am organized. I am specific. I manifest quickly. So mm-hmm. I'm clear about my language. I love that. I am clear about my language. Yeah. Because I, I need to be clear what it is I'm asking for, wanting, looking for, yeah. and walking towards. And the truth is, there's so many things that I, I've had so many disappointments. My God, just yeah. heartbreaks all over the place. How do you get through those moments? Like, do you have like a, a gang of girlfriends mm-hmm. that you, you know, you pour into? Yeah. That's, that's, I have a gang of girlfriends. I have great siblings. Uh-huh. I cry when I need to I cry. I cry a lot too. I, I think it's good. I think it's about processing. I yeah. sleep when I need to integrate. Mm-hmm. I get down on my knees. Yeah. I meditate. You work out. I work out. We love watching you work out. I don't know that my working out is about a way that I soothe my broken mm-hmm. heart and my mm-hmm. disappointment. I, I I really love chosen solitude, choiceful solitude mm-hmm. and time to you know, be with myself. Yeah. I talk to my friends. I let them see me when I can't see myself. Do you have a good, I mean, you came from a, a hit show called Girlfriends. Do you have, <laughs> do you have like those girlfriends in I your do, life? Like that have been around forever. Dies? Well, I don't really love that expression, ride or die, because sometimes I don't want to get in the car and I <laughs> certainly don't want to die. But I the way I like to put it with my friends is I am here as a shoulder to cry on or as your cheerleader. I am here. Um, I'm For here your in, woes and your wows. Yeah, I say. I'm, I'm here in the tough moments, the boring moments, the easy moments, the hard moments, the special moments, the sparkly moments. I'm here. And. And my friends have taught me how to be that friend. Yeah. I've learned that from them. I have, yeah, I have great girlfriends that are, that. that span different areas. I also have, I have friends that are in my life for everything and all things. And then I have friends that are specific places. I have people that are steps ahead of me in the game that I go to for mentorship. I'm really big on sharing my vulnerability, um, mm-hmm. sharing my shame, sharing my hurt, sharing my loneliness. And texting is really great, especially because you can privately share the most, you know, the darkest, most shameful things while you're sitting on a set and you can get that support right back into your phone without anyone ever having to hear you. That is so nice. You know, because of my, the job that I have, my career, sometimes on my worst days, I have to be put my best self forward. But you share a lot of that also on your social media, which I, I do. Think... I mean, I'm not a girl that cries on my social media and no, stuff. No, but you definitely give us yeah. a good amount of yourself, I yeah, feel like. I you do. know, like my pool, your my silliness, <laughs> your, you know, but then also you were, I mean, you dancing and playing with your hair and massaging your face mm-hmm. with like gadgets mm-hmm. is so cool. And then you did that video explaining, explaining it, yeah. which I think was so special too, because it wasn't just like I'm just going to show you with all these gadgets that I'm using but I'm going to tell you why it's so important to me yeah and also you know like we do spend a like an inordinate amount of time thinking about what we look like like I wrote down in my journal the other day what would today be like if I genuinely didn't think about the places in my body that I wish were firmer Mm. or smaller 
or huh. different. I mean, I'm 46 years old. I, I, I work for this body that I have, this beautiful body that supports me, that makes me feel strong for the long hours that I work in a day that allows my mind and my heart the freedom to do it. Thing, it's the things it wants to do. But I'm also, you know, 46 years old. And, and honestly, I had some of the same gripes about my body when I was 18. And I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was the problem? But your body is a wonderland, sis. But all of our bodies are wonderlands. <laughs> no, my body's a wonderland too, but I'm seeing you work it out. I, I and mean, like, I do. I work. I take care of my body and I work it. Amazing. But I also say to people like I have friends that are like, I wish I could work out as much as you. I'm like, I don't have children. Yeah. You have children, honey. Like, yeah. stop. Com- like, I don't compare myself to you. I wish I could be running after a, you know, a little right. toddler. Like, I mean, we've yeah. all got our stuff. Like, live in the experience of the reality of what your life is. Yeah. And can you make that unconditional relationship with it as mm-hmm. it is and revel in both the discomfort of certain areas and also the joy of it? Yeah. You know? But the fact that you can be self-deprecating about it, right? Like when you were you were on the boat and you were like, yes, you were grabbing your like. But I also your... see the absurdity of it because yeah. I look at it and I'm like, I get it. Yeah. That angle was great, and the right. sunlight off the water made the awesome. ripples not be seen. Right. But that <laughs> is the part of also why you're like the BFF in our head is that you can be like, look, this is dinner and this is lunch, and look at that booty. God gave me that booty, and we were like, yes, yeah. Yes. I mean, because that's how we're feeling about ourselves too back at home like you know what yeah this is a little bit of dinner and this is a little but I like my butt and Mm -hmm. I like my body Mm -hmm. and like still be okay with it yeah we love that you can show us that you can do that with yourself and if you can do that with yourself someone who we look up to I think it's easier for us to feel more comfortable in ourselves too you know I, I love that and I also find the same the same courage in you yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I find the same inspiration, the same sense of power by seeing other women, other people, other human beings being in the experience of their own bodies and their own lives and owning that with authentic you know, sense of self because it's a daily reprieve. I mean, you know, you can feel like you can be in the gym and feel like the strongest woman in the world or like you're having a great day and then you can go home and somehow that lighting, when you look in the mirror, you're like, what is that now exactly? Like I didn't see that earlier. I didn't see that. And that upsets me to no end. Right. And then I can obsess over that. You can obsess over that. And then I have that conversation with myself. This is not a problem. Mm -hmm. This is a luxury that I'm even thinking about what my body looks like right now. Right. There's some very real things going on in our world. Yes. Very real. Absolutely. That deserve my attention that need my attention and me thinking about that weird dimple or the way that skin is hanging off my stomach or in my armpit that was never there before is really not important. Yeah. It just is not. Yeah. Look away. My best friend, Samira, I sent her a text this morning and she was like, shout out Samira. And she said, look up at the sky and whatever else is up there. And remember all the possibilities. We don't know the end to this story. Yes. We don't know even this chapter. Yeah. So tomorrow's not promised. So just one foot in front of the other. She's like, I love you. I'm here. And, you know, and the moment passed. Yeah. And on to the next, you know. 
But speaking of which, I think that's also, again, this whole theme of you being our BFF in our head (laughs) is that, you know, it's not only your authenticity and like what you're doing out in the world and you loving your body and your hair and that sort of thing. But we want our best friend to be woke, too. And you're woke as fuck, you know, like which we love. Well, I think a lot of people are awake right now. And thank God, I think I'm learning I think I'm growing. I think I, I hope that I remain curious and teachable. I don't know everything at the moment. I think I do. I'm, I think I'm in trouble. None of us know it all, but it's good to know that you're out there fighting for the things that matter. I mean, time's up, you know, all of the women's March stuff, the, you know, the equality, all of those things that you're fighting for are so important. And we love to see that in the mix of things that you give us. You could be dancing one second and talking about getting out to vote in another. another. And like that balance is what I feel like everyone's trying to strike or we should all be trying to strike because you want to be yourself, but you also have have to be like part of myself is knowing what's right and wrong part of myself is knowing that we are connected yes there are black people across this country that are being killed and the criminal justice system is a hot mess and it's terrifying and it's real it's real very very real it's really real i also think that there is a revolution happening in the art space Mm -hmm. in how we are expressing ourselves and the reality of our experiences and our lives in a way that has an opportunity as usual, the way art does to change the way we see things and understand Mm -hmm. our lives and the way other people see us. Yeah. Not that the goal is for how anybody sees us, but the connection of humanity. Yeah. I think that the celebration of natural hair is a larger I feel like our hair went from being an act of revolution to being a vehicle for celebration absolutely you know and there's been like a a real progression there that is extraordinary and we're still fighting it with the crown act unreal which is is what I'm saying there is insane there there is a war on humanity happening a war yeah. on from our hair to our souls to like to our wombs to our wombs to our paychecks to our paychecks to it is it is it is a very scary rollback and you know i i have never been i'm not somebody who i speak from my heart i have a deep emotional intelligence around how i speak from my heart i also think that one of the things that's happening right now that i think is really troublesome is that people feel like they have to have an answer right away yeah and and it concerns me. Like sometimes I, I don't know what to say. So I, I remember hearing growing up, like if you don't know what to say, don't say anything. Like yeah. it's, it's okay to think and before educate you educate yourself, talk yeah. to other people, Ask, figure out what your point of De- view is, yeah, develop, develop a point of view, your opinion, mm-hmm. and then say it as eloquently as you can. Like yeah, or instead maybe, of being quick oh, to go onto social media and say, yeah. this is how I feel. And then you learn more about the situation yeah. and it might change. Yeah. People, yeah, can get themselves into trouble by speaking too soon. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. But I, we love the fact that, you know, you're, I even you're standing on the right was... side of history. <laughs> speaking of hair. Okay. We got to talk about hair because okay, your so... hair love posts are just everything. I mean, they, because you give us, you know, 
all the curl patterns, all the shapes. Well, I have like You're five like, here's curl my patterns. edges. I have like five my... curl patterns in my head. Like, I think all of us do. Yeah. I, I'm very envious of those women that have like one curl pattern throughout their head. I'm yeah. like, that is so fancy. Yeah. Like how you get that. Um, but you embrace I do. everything I embrace, about your hair. I embrace my frizz. I think that that's sort of the expansion of the curl. I have had a long journey with my hair. Yeah. I have logged so many hours in the trenches of my hair. I mean, it, it dates back to high school and I would wake up and before I even put my glasses on, I would call the weather. And if it was anything over 67% humidity, I would not wash my hair. I stopped relaxing my hair the summer before 10th grade, which was like 87, 88, 89, 87, 88, I think. Mm -hmm. So since 87, 88, I have not. So you were on the natural hair. I was on the, I was a track runner and I just found that Mm -hmm. putting heat on my hair too difficult. And I Mm -hmm. wanted to figure out how to wear my hair. It was really a long journey. I tried every product under the sun and about 20 years ago, I started thinking about the idea 15 years ago about, I remember going into a hair like a salon, like beauty supply shop that had mm-hmm. a salon in the back. Yeah. And a guy was like, oh my God, it was during Girlfriends. He was like, oh my God, do you know how many people come in here with a magazine pull out of your hair and tell me they want your hair? And I tell Facts. him, I'm going to have to sew it in. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't have to sew it in. I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, girl, people can't have your, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. It's not about sewing the hair. Right. And I was like, it's about the products. Exactly. If we have the right products to nourish our hair, to hydrate, to moisturize, yes. to soothe to create clumping and slippage in our hair if we have the right products and the right tools your hair can do anything and it's truly a, like an act of self-care it's, it like is an act of self-care of your, your hair the hair that grows out yes. of your head and understanding it and learning it and knowing the legacy that it comes from allowing it to defy gravity the way yes. it is meant to allowing it to be the crown that is on your head yes. allowing the hidden secrets that were buried in our braids and in our locks oh and maps. all of that. There are maps the to ma- freedom. The maps to freedom that into were our into our, that are, were braided into our hair. The moments between our mothers and our aunts and our grandmother's legs as the yeah. legacy and the history of our families and our culture were literally lo- like lest into our locks and our hair and our tresses mm-hmm. and our scalps. Yeah. The meditative serums that were concocted in our kitchens, in our bathrooms. At, like there is a, a dance that has been occurring through our hair for an eternity that was a A revolution that that. was a that needed to be a secret i mean i think back to when i was girlfriends i remember you know i could count on my hand the women that i saw i know they were in the community and they were in our world and in our culture and in our country but what we were seeing on television and in music and in advertisement and in magazines you could count on your hand the five people i could tell you it was lisa yeah. bonet cree summer it yes. was um nana cherry mm-hmm. it was lisa nicole carson it yep. like there were a handful of us that yeah. wore our hair naturally now you see newscasters everywhere and when i say natural i mean natural texture in yeah. That does not, it doesn't mean it have to, has to come out of your roots. Right. There is no judgment on anyone. Right. You can sew it in, you can put it on, you can do whatever you want. But I just mean an Afro understanding of that texture of what that means and who we are and the yeah. beauty that it expresses. When I was on Girlfriends, I remember going to Essence Festival. Keep in mind on Girlfriends, there was no social media. Mm-hmm. 
Essence Festival, and some woman rose her, raised her hand to ask a question. And she said, I don't understand why you don't get your hair did. You're on TV. And I was like, I'm sorry, what do you mean? She was like, why don't you put heat on your hair? And I was like, why do I need to put heat on my hair? Yeah. And she was like, so you can look like you're done. She was like, you're on TV. You're representing. This is the teaching. I was like, of- God did my hair. And right, my hair is fine. Is the institutionalized. Yes. The institutionalized racism, the culture of beauty that did not make space and did not understand who and made we us are. believe that our hair was Absolutely. unkept if it wasn't straight, which if, is it what wasn't we are still laid, fighting. if it wasn't laid, which is beautiful when we wear our hair if like that. If it's a choice. If it's a choice. But the fact that, I mean, I remember like tying, like putting a towel on my head and tying ribbons to try to get my hair when I was oh, little I to yeah. like... Get it to, to be bouncing and behaving right. easy and breezy. Yes. Yes. And not just like you said, defying gravity I and mean, being there. And now I'm like, I love my Afro. Yes. I love my curls. My nephew said that his hair points to heaven. <gasps> I love Come that. on. I love that. And he actually said it further. He said, it's closer to heaven than it is to hell. Yes. I was like, excuse me, nine, and, excuse me, nine right. year old. And I have a five-year-old son who has locks and like, I'm just constantly pouring into him and trying to tell him how beautiful his yeah. hair is. And like, this is so special that your hair can do this. And it, he has freedom locks. We it's, just let them lock oh, by themselves. Yeah. So it's like freedom. This locks. can do it. Your hair can do something so beautiful. It can literally do something that other hair can't do. That's special. That's beautiful. So in this long legacy of what I come from, the community that I am born of, the family that I live in, the womb that I come from, all of it. That womb, guys. Yeah, that womb again. That womb. That womb again. I, 10 years ago, when I left Girlfriends, I wrote a pitch for a line of hair care products. It is 10 years in the making. So you're 30 telling years, us. 30 years in the trenches of my hair. 20 years of dreaming. 10 years of trying, of strategizing, of learning, of asking. Five years of continuing to learn, et cetera. Four years, three years with chemists. 74 samples later. And I am launching a hair care line for curly, coily, and tight textured hair I mean, to empower the unmet needs of our community. God is real. It is called this Pattern. Is amazing. Because it is about the magical patterns of our hair. And it is a price point that we can afford because we know that we need a lot of product in all this hair. I remember throughout most of my life, seeing use a dime size or a quarter size of product to which I thought was hilarious, (laughs) to which I I responded, shut up. Are you joking? Right. And yeah. And so the phase one of the product. I know, you pulling out these products and looking at them is amazing. You guys, this packaging, by the way, is sick. How would you describe it? It is just graphic and beautiful and magical. And it makes you, I don't know, it makes me feel like a queen. Boom! Like, Like picking it up like I feel like I want to put this on my crown and I feel very like regal like using it like oh, I, love I feel it. special Yay. like you know packaging can do that for you mm-hmm. you know you can look at it and say I'm worthy I'm worthy of this and this feels like I'm worthy like it's something special for of me. your uniqueness yes um it's your pattern beautiful. is named here yes um 
I, the products are very important to me. This all phase one is about the shower. Mm-hmm. We have a medium, a heavy and an intensive conditioner, a leave-in conditioner, and then a hydrating shampoo, two oil serums, yes. a Jehovah oil serum uh. and an argan oil serum. And then we have a towel, a shower brush and a clip. That's where we start. And you gave me accessories, yeah, like will, all the things. It will all grow from there. You guys, um, I'm dying. I cannot wait for you guys to see this product. I, I, but this um, is insane. By purchasing the products, you will be supporting um, organizations that That's empower women and people of color. A percentage of the proceeds uh, of what we make will go there. I'm really interested in changing the paradigm and how we speak to each other, celebrate each other, love each other, and how we play with our hair. Um, I also find that it's really important to me. Part of what I learned on my journey is that I am my own best expert. Like most Mm -hmm. of us, we've been chemists in our bathroom. We know how to mix things, make things. We know what works for us. I'm not here to tell you. DIY queens. Absolutely. I'm not here to tell you this is what will work for you. I want you to try it. But I also want to hear from you because that's part of what we're going to do is kind of expand from there. I felt like there was one other thing. Oh, the sizes are really big, I mean, which I said. The huge, shampoo, which yeah, is they're great. Huge. Um, but then the little chubby trial size, you can also refill. And you can travel with them. You can travel it's with amazing. bring it to the gym. Oh, this is the other thing. I really feel like everyone should have access to their best hair in their own bathroom or their friends or boyfriends or lovers' bathroom yes. or girlfriends' bathroom, whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these products are where you start in the shower where they those curls find their friends and we start to clump and make that perfect little coil. Um, oh this gosh. is where we start. This is really exciting. Tracy. Oh, it's, I can't even tell like, you. I've shed a lot of tears. Like this is so exciting. I did not, I did not understand nor know. And for 10 years I have been plugging away, trying to understand how in goodness name, in God's name, you make something I didn't know, like, you I didn't did know how, how do you do, I don't know how you do that. Like, I don't know how to make a company. Right. My mom's a singer. She's not right. an entrepreneur. Do you know what but, I mean? Like, but you asked the people, you do the things you found you the people. Going. I've had people, people laughed at me. People were like, why do you think anyone wants hair products from you? Tracy, people, no, who are those people? Because well, they're blind, are, deaf and dumb. But those I are the don't gatekeepers. Those are the gatekeepers that constantly are telling you Have what they you can do. Well, but now the convergence of events is here. All of a sudden, the industry understands the no. importance and the power of the natural hair right. community's dollar. Right. We've been here. And you're the best person to do it because you have such a love affair with your hair. We can see that, right? And we love your hair. And it's another character in your world. And the fact that, you know, I, I was saying this before, that even on days where it's like, oh, it's kind of oh my, sticking out oh, over yeah. here. But you still love on it. And like, again, that inspires us to be like, oh, my hair's not looking perfect today but i love on it too yeah and like now you've given us tools to love on our hair yeah and uh i mean it's really special and like so special i can't think of a better person to do this well and that's very kind and i really hope so and i feel that way i feel like i really this is not me saying you should have my hair no, this in any way, shape or form. I, I don't, I don't feel that 
energy it's, it's from not, it either. It's, it really, I, and by the way, my hair has transformed and expanded and evolved over the years. Like on girlfriends, I had virgin like hair that never, heat never touched it and there was no relaxer. There was nothing in it. Now I have to color my hair. I have gray hair. The color has sort of loosened my curl. Mm -hmm. um, I have less hair. I'm 46. Like, you know, it just, I, some of it's, it just but keeps going. You it know, looks I, luscious. I still have a there's a lot Goo of gobs of hair guys. There's a lot of hair. Up there's there. a lot of hair. I'm not going to lie about that, but it's less. I have way less hair mm -hmm. than I used to have. I like it shorter now because of the way it frames my face. I like a bang. I never used to like a bang. I liked a middle part. I liked my hair all one length but before. That's part of our black girl magic. Changing that we can do time. everything yeah. with you get our to, hair. Yeah. Get to change it all the time. Shape shifting. Yeah. Texture shifting. Yeah. Sometimes I, I tried sewing hair in once for a weave. It made me crazy. It I, was, couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't do it. Oh my God. I, I had her take it out a day later. I've never done that. Oh, Oh my god, I couldn't take it. I really couldn't take just it. It was just it was just I wanted to try it. I wanted yeah. to see what it would be like hair down my back. I couldn't take it. Um I do love, you know, pieces and things and stuff and I love braiding and stuff and but again, all of those things were not even within the purview when I was growing up. I mean, braided I remember wearing my hair in two braided pigtails on girlfriends and it was like it would it, that was not done. It was like what is she doing? What is she doing? I like what exactly is happening right here? But you're, you know, you're a trendsetter. You Whatever. I don't know about trendsetter. Do. I just, I definitely march. Well, I don't know. I march to my own drum. And as you I, should. I, I am my litmus, litmus test. But that's, I, again, my BFF in our head, right? <laughs> because like, even when I became like a mom, I got married and I became a mom. I was like so scared of those moments in my life. I was, they were exciting, but I was like, I'm going to lose myself in it. Mm. Like you're very authentically yourself. And you're like, I'm just going to do me yeah. and I'm going to dance and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to tell you about the, the mm -hmm. rollers on my face. And like, mm -hmm. I love that spirit. And I think it's a spirit that we can all tap into and realizing that we don't have to lose ourselves in like any phase of our life, getting older, getting married, having kids, whatever, changing a new job. Like yeah. you can still be you. And I think that that's so important because I've struggled with that. Well, I think that's interesting. I think we all struggle with it. I mean, I think some of it is allowing yourself the space and time to ask yourself in different moments, who am I in this? Yeah. Who am I now? Yeah. I mean, I've grown, I've changed. Some of the elements of me will never change. They're just who I am. And some yeah. of the things is how I've evolved and the new ideas that I have because of new environments and experiences that I've had. Person will say something new and I'll go, oh my God, I never thought of that. I mean, I really do. I really do hope that I remain teachable and curious. I was, I'm reading Ta-Nehisi Coates' novel, Water Dancer. And, you know, one of the things I, I realize that one of the words I use all the time is that I remain um, curious and compassionate, teachable and open. Mm. And I realize how revolutionary curiosity is for a black person in this country. Yeah. The legacy of slavery in this country did not allow for curiosity. Yeah. Did not make space for joy. There's a revolutionary act that Ooh, joy is a revolutionary the, a revolu act. revolutionary act of joy and curiosity that is something that I believe we owe to our ancestors mm. that their perseverance was not in vain. Yes. Yeah. I feel that though. 
a lot too when I do feel joy and I do feel pride. Even sitting, I know this, this is crazy, but even sitting here today and be like, I'm about to talk to Tracy Ellis Ross about her amazing career. Like, this doesn't have to be my life. Like, I don't have to be here in L.A. doing this or living my dream, working at Essence, writing the stories, being a storyteller. Like, I don't. It's extraordinary. It's extraordinary. And, like, I, I really do feel that, like ancestral energy of the life. ancestral energy of your life is not meant to be invisible yes your and life that, is like they worked yeah. so hard for me to be this free and we're not completely free we're not all the no, way we're there not. but the fact that i'm free enough that i can get on a plane travel across the country sit here with you and do a job that i've worked really hard for but i'm so proud of it's like i feel them like yes sis like this is what we yeah did this for and this is what we get to keep reminding each other yeah absolutely there's a way and i i i feel the same way i am in a renaissance in my own life yeah right now um i have longed to and worked towards being a content creator Mm. um where I can tell the kinds of stories that I'm interested in telling where I am not just a prop in people's worlds, um, allowed to breathe life into limited real estate, but instead creating the real estate. Yes. Um, Oh my gosh. And as I have two projects, I am executive producing. I am the founder and CEO of a hair company that has been my 10 year dream. dream, um, all aspects from packaging to marketing, to copy, to, um, website, to every single thing. I am an, I am a majority owner. Um, I have partners that help me with the operations. Um, but this is mine. This is my dream. This it. is my dream. That is an extension of something I want for our community. Yeah. Period. Um, And being that person, being that lead in my life, Mm -hmm. um, fills me in a way that I never thought possible, especially in the context of me pushing up against a life that does not look like what cultural norms tell me it should look like. I do not have a partner, a boyfriend, a husband. I do not have a child. I am me and, um, and I inhabit all nooks and crannies of my life, every single nook and cranny from that bathtub to the kitchen, to the table read room, to the stage where we shoot, to the offices that I meet at, like every aspect, I'm all up in it. And, um, and that is a beyond blessing. I feel humbled by it and also empowered by it. And lastly, last question, which you kind of already talked about a little bit. What do you want your legacy to be? Oh, gosh, I have no idea. What is your legacy? What what does... You know, I think I said this in my last interview. I hope that I leave a legacy of joy and a legacy of selfhood and a legacy of personal liberation and freedom where there's a sense of inspirational nod to each other of I see you and may you be the fullest version of yourself that you can discover and find and make space for. Amen. Amen. 
Thank you, Tracy. Thank this you. This was so special. What a lovely chat. I see you. I see you. Oh, I do. I see you. And I see these products. I'm going to put them on Girl. right now. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs>